Becca and Tanya, ready? Ready. ready. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. I can't believe it's been a whole week since we last recorded our podcast. Oh, so sad. It feels like a long. It feels like a long time because we were talking about the the gala was a week ago. Mm-hmm. Well, it was that night. It was the night of our last podcast. I know that was a, a week ago though. Oh, but yeah. that seems like a month. Years. Yeah. Wow. A lot. A lot has transpired. A lot has transpired. I mean, Let's dive into that. Yeah. Um. So that <laughs> night, I I briefly brought it up to Brooke Burke that I was going to see Robert at the gala, and I think I tried to like integrate the fact like her ex-husband and her current husband being they're in the same room together they're like friendly yeah no 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 they're not oh they're not they, she made it seem like it's not a great pleasant situation oh, okay but like they make it work whatever okay. um but yeah i saw robert it was very brief anticlimactic it was like good to see each other and we caught up briefly and then i left the party early because you were babysitting for phoebe i was babysitting and i had to get home mm-hmm. so i got there early on the earlier side and he got there on the later side so we crossed paths said hey he was great looked great of course was so nice and so just like the, the nicest. nicest i know the nicest I know. man yeah we did we shouldn't talk too much about that okay. <laughs> It's like, you know, we've already established that he's amazing. So, yeah. um, can but I ask what, what, and this may be too personal, but what broke you guys up? What was the issue? I don't have like a hard answer. Like, I don't have like a, it, it's more of just that something was missing or something was off. I didn't know if it was the timing or if he just wasn't, if it's not the right one, but there was nothing that I could tangibly grasp that was wrong right like it's not like there was like which made it way harder i almost would prefer if something bad had happened right and i could at least have that to hold on to so you broke up with him yeah (laughs) and was it out of the blue for him he didn't see that coming no i mean i think we kept having kind of the same arguments about like you know um what we wanted out of the relationship and i was a little more um, in a place where I was traveling a lot and focusing a lot on what I'm doing career-wise. and um, Well, you're also very independent. You're an independent human. I was going to say, my personality is extremely independent. And yeah. I think he deserves and needs someone who is... Um, like more emotionally available. Like I would consider myself a little emotionally unavailable. It's true. And I don't know if that's like always going to be that way or just specifically in that relationship. But I think in a lot of ways with everyone in my life, I'm emotionally unavailable. That's true. I was going to say, I don't think it's just that relationship. I think it's in every relationship. Yeah. And so I think it was like, we kept having the conversation, but I don't know. And I don't, I haven't shut it out from being something that maybe we get back together in the future, but I also got to, you know, like well, during this time, figure out. Yeah, and I also think like this was your first serious relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and I think there's a lot to be said about that as well because when you're navigating your first relationship, you don't really know what's right, what's wrong, what it's supposed to feel like, what it's not supposed to feel like. You know what I mean? Like, right. You don't really know, so you're yeah. just trying to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it's it was like a, it was one of those things where he had everything, he has everything that I'm looking for, and maybe later on when the timing's right, it'll be different, and maybe it's, we're not the one for each other. Right. You're 28, so. and you've had one? I'm 29. 29. 29. You've had one relationship, one serious relationship. Yeah. I'm slightly, I'm emotionally unavailable. That all stems from that, you think? I th- I do think uh-huh. so, for real. Like, I think that I- And I can concur. Yeah, my relationship with Tanya. Yeah, know. I'm very needy, and she's very emotionally not there. Yeah, I I think I just am like I tend to push people away because I it like protects me in a way. But I don't feel like I'm doing it for that reason. But I do think that somewhere deep down, that's what I'm doing. It's like if I don't let myself feel too much, then I can't get hurt too much. Right. But I don't know. It's that's why I think I need it's, to see a therapist. I know, but it's so interesting <laughs> that she says this because that's like the way that's the way I felt after I went through my my big breakup that right. like broke me. Right. I felt that way. Like I was like, I'm not gonna let anybody. And I was going on dates, and I was like very surface, like, and I intentionally was that way because I didn't want to get hurt again. Right. But you've never had that. So I it's know. almost like you're. It's prepared. almost you're, like I don't. I've heard how bad it is, so <laughs> I don't even want to let there. myself experience it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I've heard how terrible these breakups are, so I'm not even wow. going to let myself feel it. Well, what, what, what from your past has, 
What about your That's parents? That's the other. My parents are like crazy in love with each other. Yeah, great and, marriage. Yeah, I don't have any. I, I don't have any of the typical reasonings right. that. When you were growing family. up, did you have to watch a friend whose parents broke up and how it devastated? No, nothing. No, I have nothing. I think I'm just. <laughs> Yeah. Do you envision yourself married one day? Yes, with kids, and that's the other For thing. For sure. Yeah. You're not indifferent to that. You really want that. No, I really want that. Wow. But I also don't want to be in a marriage that I'm like so-so about. Right. I'm with you. Like, that's not worth it to me. So, I don't know. I mean, I've had people that I've liked. It's just been, like, I had this, I think the the few guys, you know, I would talk about Des, I there was this guy, Des, and I just thought Whoa, he was I like you're just thing. throwing names out here. He, I was <laughs> like, so he's one of my friends now, but we were friends growing up. And then I developed feelings for him. And he, it was just like, he never really wanted me back. And I think maybe subconsciously I was like, oh, oh that, like, was like that the, hurt. Like, yeah. that's painful. I don't like that feeling of not being wanted back. So maybe that's it. I don't know. Could be. Could be. Because you really liked him. Yeah, yeah. But it's been a while since you've really liked someone. I mean, I really liked Robert. Right. I liked him yeah. enough to get into a relationship with him. And um, there have been other people that I've really liked, and the feelings weren't necessarily reciprocated. And so I think maybe that's part of where that stems from of like, oh, wait, I, I did have those feelings for so- those those few guys, and they weren't reciprocated. And so. Right. But it's so interesting because, like, even with me, like, you're stuck with me for life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, and but yet I you're can very. very- what the same way with me yeah because i with you i can be like you're being needy and go away yeah like i'll talk to you later (laughs) don't be mad at me for not texting you back when you're in a relationship you can't you kind of have to like accommodate those needs and that's true that's true yeah I mean, you can. You, I think the goal is to find a relationship where you can say to somebody, you know what, you're being needy. Just please. That's true. I that know, but if, if, that, if it's like a serious, like, if it's something that's constantly happening and that's they desire someone who's right, right, more right. available, you can't be like, you're being needy. It has to be like a compromise. Because, like, I know. think that, like, we kind of now know each other well enough to where, like, when I, like, really need you and I, like, really need you, you're there. Right, like I know but if that I'm if being I'm, annoying and you're telling right. me I'm being annoying, I'm like, I know, okay, I'm being annoying, and I'll right. just like sleep yeah. on it. Yeah, I have a question. Okay, did Davy ever respond last week? Yeah, so you remember oh, how? This is, so this is like the most anticlimactic. Well, your yeah. text was anticlimactic, but he um he wrote back because I thought he was seeing someone, and he was like, hey, he's like, we're so overdue for lunch. He's like, I actually started seeing someone, and I was like, yeah, I kind of figured that, and he was like, um. He goes, but we could still have lunch. You know, I won't kiss you and you don't kiss me. It'll be a friendly lunch. So we didn't go, but wah, um, we wah, might. Wah. I mean, I could have told you that was going to be wah, wah. I, I did know. tell you it was going to be wah, wah. I know. Yeah. That was my bad. It's I, okay. Okay. I'm ready for another uh, quiz again so we can. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we'll get that ready for the end of the show. Um, but wait, you had some exciting things happen this week. You guys, Saturday night. I don't know what was going on, but it was everything. The mojo. The mojo. The mojo is back, and it was in full swing. On like Doctor Slava tried to take your mojo, <laughs> but you returned. Although I'm seeing a pattern, which is making me a little nervous. So what? okay, so Doctor Slava, I like threw the handkerchief, <laughs> and he never took it, picked it up. Nothing ever happened, and never got a drink with him. Still no word from him. Bummer. But whatever. What can you do? I'm still human. Like, I still think about it. You know what I mean? And, like, right. think, what the heck am I? Wh- whatever. Moving on. So, Saturday, um, we go out. I go out with some friends. Becca didn't make it because. <laughs> I couldn't find anything to wear. Yeah. That's, this Every, is true. No, like, I put on a bodysuit and it broke. Like, the zipper broke. And I couldn't get out of it because I was, like, stu- I had, like, zipped it up. And then the zipper got stuck. So, I was, like, in a bad place there. And, and that then- was at the time when we were supposed to leave. So yeah, like we were yeah. supposed to be out the door at that moment. And I was like, okay, well, come on, let's put something else on. Let's go. And then nothing else seemed to work. Yeah. So I, I just called it a loss. Made sure Tanya was not going to be mad at me. Yes, and she then did. I called it a loss. Yeah. So I went out and um, we ended up meeting up with um, a group of guys that like is friend, friends with my girlfriend. Does that make sense? So it was like a, just a big party of like mutual friends. Okay. Okay. So I'm sitting at this table and there's like, one cute guy with the hat on, and he's sitting across the table from me. And then there's another cute guy on the other side. And 
the one cute guy without the hat on was like kind of flirting with me, but he was there with a girl. So I didn't really know like what was going on there, but he was like, you know, flirting with me. Right. And then I was like, I really want to talk to the one with the hat on. So I'm like just patiently waiting for him to make his way over to my side of the table. He did eventually took like 45 minutes, but he made it. And then finally he was like, (laughs) you know, and there's like booths at a table and there's like the upper part and then the part where you sit oh, on yeah, the booth. Yeah, so yeah. I was sitting in the booth and he was sitting on the upper part. And I finally was like, okay, he made it all the way over here. I'm just going to point at him and say, come over here, big boy. So oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Come over here, big boy. I didn't say that. Oh. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm like, that's a new handkerchief. But, that, but I, just, <laughs> I looked at him and I like kind of went like that, you know, to like come over here. And so he's he came over, switched with his friend and he sat next to me and then we started talking. So great. He has a photo of his niece and nephew, like, as a background of his phone. Yeah, he was, like, really cute. And, like, I felt like something, like, it was, like, good, you know? Yeah. So he's like, I'm so sorry. Um, I'll be right back after you use the restroom. I was like, okay, cool. No problem. So he gets up, goes to the bathroom. Other guy comes walking right over. No hat. No hat. Sits up right next to me and starts talking to me. And I was like, what is happening? Wow. And um, so he was kind of being like more flirty. And I was like, are you here? Are you here with this girl? Like, I'm confused. And he was like, no. Are you here with that guy? And I was like, no, I just met this guy. Oh, they didn't know each other? I think they did. I don't know. He, I don't. I, I don't. I still don't understand. But I wasn't really into it because he was like clearly there, like with a girl. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they were sitting next to each other. They were yeah. like kissing. So, but it was still felt nice to like you know right, get the attention. Yeah. So then the guy comes back from the bathroom, hat man, and then he comes and sits on the other side of me. <laughs> I was like, wow, wow, wow. So then the the other guy ends up like leaving, and I start talking to hat man, and he ends up living in our neighborhood. Oh. Yeah. And so all things are just like grooving and good and I'm like excited. And then he's like, I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. I'm going to go. I'm going to leave. Like, can I get your number? Absolutely. Great. Here's my number. Wait, this is hat or no hat? Hat. This is hat man. And uh, so he gets my number and he leaves and I'm like, wow, that was really great. Like, he's so cute. Like, maybe I'll see him around. Hopefully he texts me. So he hasn't texted me. (laughs) It's now Tuesday. And mind you, since he lives in our neighborhood, I've been like paralyzed and every single guy I see in a hat around like when I'm walking to like the grocery store or something, I'm like, is this him? Like, you think he only wears hats? <laughs> yeah, yeah, now that I've met him in a hat, I feel like he just wears hats Like you might, he might pass him every day without a hat on and you just don't know it's him. <laughs> totally. What kind of a hat was it? I, oh, that was a, that's a great question. I don't know, actually. It was like I mean, a base, was it, it was like a base, it wasn't like a hat like this, it was a baseball hat. Baseball cap. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it wasn't like like rugged like it wasn't like an old hat okay or like a dad hat it was like a hat was it like a flat bill no uh-uh no oh, Ew. oh okay i don't well, know okay so are there different rules on december 19th than there are other times of the year right. for texting someone in these situations i don't know but i'm like why do you wait get my what? like he hasn't texted me but I feel like there's different rules this time of year because you're not going to go out in the next week. It's Christmas. You're going to be with who? family. Says the who? You can't talk, though? Yeah. I think it's presumptuous, perhaps. Yeah, but you can't say, hey, it was so great meeting you the other That's night. True. What are you doing for the holidays? That's very Thank true. you. That's what I say. We should get together for after New Year or something like that. Yeah, you you're live right. on you're my right. street, yo. <laughs> Wait, he lives on that? your street? I don't know if I should say that. <laughs> Why not? Who cares? Oh, okay, nobody knows where I, yeah. what street I live on. Yeah, he lives on our street. How crazy is that? That is so weird. So weird. I know. Oh, yeah. That's so weird that to me that he hasn't texted you. Especially because he asked for your number. And it'd be so easy. But then, so then I go to the dark place, the Tanya dark place. And I'm like, maybe it was like, it was really late. I was out late that night. So maybe he was just really drunk. And I was like, "Eh, I I wasn't really into her. You know what I mean? I go into the dark place. I I mean, the dark place can get dark. Yeah. Especially when you've been drinking like that, you like start thinking because you're like, you don't drink that often. So right. then you're, you're thinking, was I, I mean, were you even into him? Like, that's the thing. It's like, yeah. who kn- okay. If you see him again, and he's wearing the hat. I'd be concerned that maybe there's some male pattern baldness going on. No, there wasn't because <laughs> he did take it off at some point, like ran oh. his hand, hand through. Oh, he was like mean? showing oh you. He was showing her. <laughs> that was like his way of being like. Oh, look at this full head of hair. <laughs> yeah. He's preening. He was cute. He was so cute. Okay, well, he lives here, and so that's good. We know that he's, maybe y'all will run into each other, and then, 
Y'all were like, he's like, oh my gosh, like I, I wrote your, n- you. your number in my phone wrong. All right. Or maybe I forgot what I saved. Maybe I was too drunk and forgot what I saved your name as. True. Oh. I've had some, you know, instances where I had a number and I was like, no idea. Really? Yeah, those are back in my but party in days. my mind I'm like, well, why why aren't these guys texting me? How did like, you give him your I... number verbally, or did you text it to him? Like, what'd you he do? He gave me his phone, and you put your number put my in number phone. in there, okay. and then I gave it back to him. All right, there's very little room for error in that situation. True, correct. correct. Yeah, and then, no, no, and then in my head I was like, maybe I put the number in wrong, but pretty ninety nine point nine percent sure I got got it right. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, now we have a name for him. Hat Man. Yeah, we have Hat Man. And we get Hat Man updates on yeah. the We're done with Slava. We moved on to Hat Man. We moved on to Hat Man. But, like, <laughs> I mean, it's not looking good. Well, you know what is looking good? What? Uh, HelloFresh. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> um, So, I just basically ate the microphone because I'm hungry talking about HelloFresh. Seriously, that hurt. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that, but... um. So this is literally the craziest time of year, I think, for everybody trying to get gifts, trying to figure out travel plans. It's a stressful time of year. Um, And it's fun. The the hustle, the bustle, it's a good time. It is a good time. But it is hard trying to find time to, like, make food and have something like healthy i struggle with this mostly the only time i eat healthy is when i make HelloFresh. <laughs> well it is also nice because you don't have to go anywhere it just like that's you, that was my next you. point i don't have to do anything it comes straight to my door yeah. um it's easy it's fast the recipe lays it's laid out for you it's under 30 minutes the meals are creative they're delicious they're nutritionally balanced and the portion is one of my best one of my favorite parts because they send it to you without you feeling like you're wasting food. Right. I should actually, I'm going to use this tomorrow. Because I did like a half shop this week since I'm like going out of town. So yeah, you're really like so fridge. routine about your groceries and stuff. I am. I'm not. But this is, they send me everything that I need. Um, so check out some of the meals for the holidays. They have the meatloaf a la mom with roasted Yum. root vegetables and thyme gravy. Pan seared scallops with heirloom tomatoes, mashed potatoes, and Meyer lemon. Figgy pork tenderloin with green beans and rosemary and potatoes. Wow. And then they also have vegetarian options, um, the, which I've gotten before. It's really good. So if you don't like the meat and you just want something that's more like pasta-based or veggie-based, they have those options. Yeah. Um, and for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code BeccaT30. Um, so the the most confident I feel in the kitchen when I'm able to cook and have time for this is when I have HelloFresh. Yeah. And you're actually you, a lot better in the kitchen than I expected. Thank you. I you're appreciate welcome. that. That's a compliment because I feel like that's a place where I like really struggle. struggle. Yeah. Um, so feel confident in the kitchen. Save $30 on your first week. HelloFresh.com promo code Becca T30. Becca T. I know. I was like, you didn't get to do that yeah. one with me. I'm sorry. By the way, speaking of eating healthy... We need to get to Allie, who's on the phone. But Tanya and I would like to talk to you at some point today about your eating habits because we're getting concerned and it may be time for an intervention. Wow. I, I feel like I've been to therapy already about my relationship <laughs> issues and now y'all are like having an intervention about my eating. Just, well, we got on the, t- we started talking about it because I was saying when I was babysitting Phoebe, uh-huh. how I had nothing. I was like literally searching your cabinets and I was like the healthiest thing I could find to throw in my <laughs> soup was veggie straws. Which are potato chips. Which are potato yeah, chips. Yeah, I told her that, actually. I was <laughs> I like, those are potato chips. I was like, but it says veggies. So but, like, I'm sorry that you can't eat anything. <laughs> okay, but there is a happy medium <laughs> yeah, there's to be a, found. Yeah, there's, there's a happy medium between the two <laughs> of Becca, us. Becca, true or false, you put butter on Pop-Tarts. Yes, okay. true. All right, the, this is what we have to talk about. This, no, let me, this is a PSA. If you have not had butter on your Pop-Tarts, Try it, toast your Pop-Tart, put butter on it, and get back to me. Let me know if it's the best thing you've ever had. It may be the best thing you've ever had, but there are certain things we need to stay away from in terms of our personal health and well-being. It's like balance. You can have that once a week. Do you have it once a week? Easton, look. I love Easton. Easton's like on my level. I'm a big fan of going to Starbucks, getting the Frappuccino, but you replace the milk with heavy whipping cream. (laughs) That's another good one, too. That's fine in moderation. (laughs) 
<laughs> once a day, right, Easton? Hey, you got to have three square meals, right? <laughs> wow. That's goals. I like that. All right, What's let's next? get to Allie. Okay. Allie, we, we mentioned this last week. We called it the great text dilemma. Allie had an issue with a text, and she's going to tell us about it, and now here she is. Hi, Allie. Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. We're very curious about the text, the, cra- the great text dilemma. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is the text dilemma of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, can you give us a brief, like, uh, rundown of what happened? Yeah. Okay. So basically some friends and I were going to get tickets to a gala and they sold out before we could all get them. So I was stuck with two tickets on my credit card and I was like, okay, I could try to sell them. Um, And I tried a few times and it didn't work. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go. Like I would rather go anyway. And then my friends wanted to go if we could all go. Um, So I was like, okay, I'm going to invite this guy who I've kind of talked to in the past, but it's more like we're just kind of friends now. Um, but I wanted to make it sound super chill. And I thought that I had like the best casualist text ready. And I sent it to oh. my friend, Ellie. And she goes, oh my God, Alex, like you can't, no, that's not chill at all. And so then that kind of started the text saga where it was all three of us, me and Ellie and our group text. And we were just going back and forth of, like, how to make it sound the most chill. And Ellie was like, this is literally an episode of Becca. Like, we are all crafting this text. We literally were texting back and forth for probably, like, an hour and a half for, like, a two-sentence-long text. And at first, it was, like, so exciting. I was like, oh, this is so fun. I feel like Tanya when she asked Boy to go, like, um, Dr. Slava, like, it's going to be great. And then, like, by the end of it, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm like Tanya the next week when he didn't respond. Like, so stressful, but all of Stand of like an hour. <laughs> Wait, what did amazing. you end up texting him? Um, we basically said we, of course, not just me. Yeah. Um, we were like, I have two tickets. Like, we, all the girls are going to go, but I'm stuck with them last minute, so I need a date. Um, I used Tanya's terminology. I need a date. Thank you. And Get you a friend one. Yeah. And like, would love to go. I think it sounds super fun if you're free. And so then he finally responded, it was super nice, and he was like, okay, I might be going out of town, or I might be here, but I, if I'm here, it's because I'm working late, so I won't know until, like, the last minute, and I would feel bad committing to you and then bailing. And I, being the chill girl I'm trying to be, was like, <laughs> trying oh, to no, be, keyword no, trying. Like, let's play with my ear. And so then that was just, like, so stress-inducing the whole next day. We were waiting and waiting, all three of us, like, okay, has he just responded yet? Like, what's the status? Um, and it ended up like it didn't work out and we didn't go. Oh. So that, but it was fun. Asking, I guess. <laughs> it was, it was fun. Like going back and forth. The, the yes. text dilemma was fun. You know what, Allie? Exactly. This guy is not yeah. worth your time. <laughs> I can already tell but, by the way that you talk and the way that you handle the situation that you're amazing and you're so fun and, if a guy's not going to take you up on that, whatever his excuses, maybe he was working late. Maybe it was legit. Yeah. But in my mind, and I think Becca will agree with me, if he wanted to go out with you, he would have gone out with you. Totally. I agree. And however, I do agree with Tanya because I always feel like when she has these situations, like with Dr. Slava or these guys who are just stupid and don't text her back, I, I genuinely think that they're missing out. And I think even just talking to you, and hearing the fact that you were texting with your friends and how fun it seems that you are as a person, like, just because, I mean, <laughs> like I said, it's not like he was the love of your life. I mean, it sounded right. like you were just like, right. oh, like, he'd be fun to ask to this gala. But right. still, you yeah. know, like, it, I know that you it's you can tend to be like overthink things like that. Yeah. And I just want to say, like, I genuinely think that you'll be with you'll find someone who is so excited and can't wait to go to the gallery. Yeah, and like how awesome of you to tell him that like you need a date and you chose him. Like that's so cool and like if a guy can't appreciate that, somebody will appreciate that. Cuz I think oh that's really God. cool when like you when a, you know you can step up and say I want a date and you're not, you know, being aloof or you know, yeah. like trying to be too chill. Like you're just putting it out there, you know? Like I'm interested right. in you. Pick up my handkerchief or throw it down. <laughs> 
I mean, I love that you were trying to send like bad texts, though. That is so Tanya. Like she'll the things that she'll draft up and send to me. I'm yeah. like, there's no way as a friend I can let you send that. It's Sometimes true. she still does. Oh my God. But and the thing is, I thought I was super chill. There was like a part A, part B. Like if he responds this, I'm gonna say this. Like, that's so, you were so you were you were so chill that you had backup plans. It yeah. was so casual that you had backup plans. <laughs> I was just planning to be spontaneous. <laughs> That's such a great quote. I was just planning to be spontaneous. (laughs) Same. Thank you so much for calling in. It was so fun talking to you. Thank you guys. It was so fun. We love your show. Oh, thank you for listening. All the time are just like, okay, we're back to Tanya every day. Thank you. And keeping bold, keeping bold and making big moves. Yeah. Thank you. You too. And keep us posted. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, I liked her. Me too. A lot. What did you eat yesterday, Becca? Just take a oh, second. Oh, my God. We're not even going to relish in Allie's amazingness. We're just going straight okay, back I to I wanted to just say Allie's amazing, and now so was the food I ate yesterday. <laughs> okay, this was difficult because I was in Florida with my parents. I surprised them with the dog yesterday. When, whatever Sunday <laughs> I flew to Florida. So I was like in my zone with like the my food from back home. Right. So do you, do you want to ask what I ate yesterday or what did I eat the last Friday. time I was here? How about Friday? Okay, I think, could you take us through Friday? Could you remember Friday? Uh, Saturday. I'll take okay. you through Saturday. Great. So you went to Florida and back in two days? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I'm Crazy. exhausted. Um, but it was so worth it. I'll get to that later. So I, on Friday, I woke, or Saturday, I woke up and I had two Eggos. <laughs> It gets better. Just stand by. It gets better. Wait, wait with maple syrup? Uh, yeah, butter and syrup. Okay. And then for lunch, I think that day I had, what did I have for lunch that day? I want to say I may have had Taco Bell. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, I had Jack in the Box. Ah. Jack in the Box. And I had- well, Wait, what did you get at Jack in the I Box? I had um, a taco, one of their tacos, which are delightful. I had some curly fries and I had some jalapeno poppers with the Dr. Pepper. Okay. Okay. Like, and then Hold for on, dinner, the I had s- my sisters cooked and we had salmon and um, peppers, fresh peppers and mac and cheese and asparagus. Pretty good at night. And I had water. Dinner sounds better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think you might have cherry-picked that particular meal because that does sound better. No, I didn't. But we are worried about you. <coughs> for I'm a couple a of reasons. Con- <laughs> I'm a little concerned about myself, to be honest. <laughs> this is the thing. You want to know what I ate yesterday? Yesterday, I had um, uh, I had some toast for breakfast, and then I had Sonic. White or wheat I- toast? White. Uh-huh. I had Sonic. Um, I had some mozzarella sticks and fries and a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I flew to Houston, and then in Houston, they had Whataburger, which they don't have out here, and I got a chicken finger basket. And that was it, though. I was done after that. Wow. So, I guess, how often do you, like, get a physical? Not often. Okay, because I'm worried about, like, there may be certain levels. Because a lot of people are not overweight, but inside there's they bad stuff issues, going on because yeah. they got high levels right. of this sort of thing. And boy, it really sounds like uh, that could be you because it, there's yeah. so much cholesterol and fat in everything that you eat. Yeah, it could very well be me. And I also worry about your metabolism eventually. Right, it's going to go away at some yeah. point. I think it's starting to, actually. I mean, I've really been thinking about changing things up. You know, maybe at least starting to exercise some because that's something. So you don't exercise at all? Not, Okay. No. I go up my stairs every day. I have apartment my stairs. <laughs> those, are those. those are lethal. Those are lethal stairs. They really stairs. do. Yeah. They'll get you. Yeah. So and could, I work out daily, and those are a struggle. So could you do, like, one thing? Like, could you make baby steps towards change? Like, could you what cut you out mean? soda? Just oh, first no, thing? no, no. That's not the first thing. Okay, well, what could be the first <laughs> thing? That's not the first no, thing. Like, the first thing would have to be probably, um, the first thing would probably have to be, like, exercising. Because I think if I started exercising, maybe I'd have more of a, like, I'd want to eat better. Right, so, right. Okay. So you keep your current diet at first and just start exercising. And, and we- see if that weeding some things over. out. Yeah. Okay. All right. But so you don't think soda would be one to weed out? Could you switch from white bread to wheat bread? I mean, these are baby steps. There's some things I've heard about, like, is white bread that much worse than wheat bread? I've read some different studies on this because I tried to switch and I was like, there's some 
pros and cons to each, so I don't feel like that's that big of a deal. I don't think I, I've never heard any pros to white bread. I heard it's easier to digest. I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I was gonna say maybe we just maybe I have like a protein bar for breakfast instead of Eggos. Okay, that's I'm good. all for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like a protein shake. Yeah. Even better. Mm-hmm. I have a ton of protein stuff. And no need for protein. Like, if you're not working out, you don't really need that much protein. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I actually, I did this one cleanse, and it was, like, all protein. Well, no, it was, like, protein shakes, protein bars, and then vegetables. And you weren't supposed to work out on it because you're basically dying of starvation, so they don't want you to pass out, I guess. But I had... I was so lean. It was. I only did it for like three days. In my body, in those three days, I was so lean. I had like you could see my abs. It was crazy. Wow. And I wasn't even working out. So yeah, talk to me after I do that one for a week. <laughs> I mean, Mark's just like newly coming into this because oh, I Mark, have, but I've talked about this. I know, but I'm like I've tried to do this for years with you. I feel like. Everyone. I mean, the everyone is, like, concerned and, like, come I didn't, on. I didn't realize the uh, extent of it until the buttered Pop-Tarts came along. And then I felt like we Do you know to what? Do I'm going to bring you a buttered Pop-Tart and let you just have a bite, and then you'll well, understand. I bet it's delightful. But lots of things are delightful, and I stay away from them because they'll kill me. Right. Stop. Okay. They'll kill you. Like, the radiation on our phones are going to kill us before my buttered Pop-Tart <laughs> kills me. So... <laughs> Okay, um, so I wanted to talk about Zola, which is a wedding registry, and they'll do any, like, you can do anything on the website. Oh, wow. Anything for love. Um, I look forward to the day that I get to register for a wedding. Same. It's like you just are scanning everything you want. You're mm-hmm. picking out what you want people to buy you. You don't have to do anything except for make the decision. Um so couples can register for the brands they want. And it's an easy-to-use easy platform with the ability to personalize everything with notes and photos. So it's a registry that actually feels exactly like yourself. Oh, like it doesn't that. feel like a, you know, like you kind of get to right. personalize it, make it your own. Zola is a one-stop registry. Sheets, a wine subscription, or honeymoon funds, which I did that for the wedding that I didn't go to. Oh, I love Weeks, that. weeks back. Um, Zola works directly with 450-plus brands so that the happy couple can find whatever they want in one place from brands like KitchenAid, SoulCycle, Sonos, Ralph Lauren, and more. That covers all the bases. Um, Some other benefits include couples can have gifts shipped now, later, or exchange them, which is cool. Multiple guests can contribute to bigger ticket gifts. So like the honeymoon, multiple people can contribute. That is one of my favorite things. The honeymoon? Yeah. I know. You can, I think like, it's help such a pay good... for, like, a nice dinner for them or something. I know, like an experience. Yeah. Um, you can export a list of your gifts and senders to make sending thank you notes very easy, which is something I really struggle with. It's your favorite part, but it is my favorite I part. I really enjoy thank you notes. Receive $50 when you register and use Zola. Visit Zola.com slash date pod for details. That's Z O L A dot com slash date pod. Um, Do you think you'll get married first or me? Oh. It would be a real twist, like turn of events if I got married before. Because that means <laughs> it really. would. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you're like actively searching for it more than I am. Right. So mine. What, what if we got engaged at the same time? <laughs> wow. And have like a double wedding. Oh, how do I do this gently? <laughs> do what? Wouldn't that be amazing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get Nobody there. Nobody wants a double wedding, Tanya. Nobody. Yeah, no, that a... only happens on TV shows. My aunt and her sister had one. Well, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd be into that? It's sharing your day with somebody else? First and... of all, it's not just my day. It will be also Tim's day as well. It'll be Tim Tebow's day as well, yes. Oh, but... my God. <laughs> So you have your family, right. and then you have the Tebos, right. and then you're going to have the Tillies, <laughs> yeah. and whoever she's marrying. Right. It's a lot. It's so cute, yeah. though. Okay. And what well, if our husbands are friends? Our, fr- our husbands have to be friends. I like the idea of you being pregnant at the same time and having babies. I that love that. Okay. The wedding thing, I'm not like, I'm not like a huge, like, this is my day, but I that seems very yeah. overwhelming. Okay, fine. Maybe, okay, then we'll get pregnant at the same time. Okay. Okay. Wow. We're really uh, <laughs> kicking a few steps. Yeah. Too, too good. Yeah. 
Um, I also, before we get to the email, so I, I went home and surprised my parents with a dog. I want to surprise everyone with a dog. I know. It looks so It was sweet. like the best feeling ever. Did you guys decide on a name for her? Um, no. No. Yeah, no. What do you guys call her? Um, I call her, well, her name's Boo. That's what she was when she, like when we got her. And my mom's like very specific on names. Like she wants it to be the perfect, perfect name, name that's perfect for her. Like I'm trying to figure out how she named five kids. Like after watching her try to name this dog, I'm like, how did you name all of us? Yeah. I was actually supposed to be a Kelsey or Carly. Wow. Yeah. But when I came out, they were like, Rebecca. she's not a Kelsey or Carly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wanted now that we've had two um, useless topics that I brought up, I wanted to get to the emails because these are my favorite part of the show. We do. I, I picked out some that, are, that I think are really good. Let's do Mike. Okay. Oh, from Mike. I like from a a Mike. Yeah. yeah. From Mike. Hi, Becca, Tanya, Amy, and the whole crew. A few months ago, I got invited to my friend's engagement party, but found out online that their wedding is weeks away, and I didn't get an invitation. I'm so uh, bummed, but don't want to ask too many questions as it's their special day. Is this a new trend? Should I be disappointed or does an engagement party invite no longer equal a wedding day invite? Your show rules. This happened Thanks, to Tanya. Mike. This basically. literally happened yeah. to me. This is based off of Tanya's life, actually. But I'm so weirded out that this happened to her, too. I think it's, it's so... Oh, him. <laughs> I think it's so weird that this happens. Like, it's... I still don't know really what happened. I ended up reaching out to my friend who got married. And oh, I like, yeah. yeah I texted ha- her and said, yeah, just not even about, th- I just said, your wedding looked beautiful. You looked so, you looked so happy. I, I like wish you guys a lifetime of, you know, yeah, I hope each year gets happier and happier. I don't know. It was like something, just a sweet text. And she responded and that was it. But I was like, I'm still super confused on that whole situation. Yeah. So, I, Mike, I'm with you. I don't know. I think it's weird. I don't think you bring it up if their wedding's weeks away. Um, you just don't go to the wedding and send them a very nice text, and clearly they're not that good of a friend. Well, this is what I – sometimes I wonder this if this is the case. So, a lot of people, when they're planning their wedding, it's very specific on how many people that they can invite, you know, right. as they talk about it. And so, they want people – they want a bunch of people and – a bunch of their friends, whether it's their really good friends or their family or whatever, they want everyone to be participating, but maybe for the wedding, they're not able to invite everyone. So right. they have the engagement party where they can include everyone. And then the wedding's more specific because they limited it to a very specific number. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I think, I mean, maybe the only problem is you're not as good friends as you think. That's right. the only thing I can think of if they didn't. If, if if it was a small wedding and they only had really close friends and family, like if you didn't make the super close friends, but they wanted to, like they love you enough that they wanted to include you in the engagement party. Tanya's was a little bit different because Tanya did not go to the party she was invited to. Right. And so some of us maybe thought that that was the friendship test. Right. And when she didn't pass that test, she wasn't invited to the wedding. You got Nick so yeah. fast. I mean, whatever. You missed the bachelorette party. Wow, she's like, whatever now. Emily would like to talk about drunk texting. Oh. I love a good, no. Um, <laughs> I love a good drunk text. Um, from Emily. Hi, girls. I absolutely love the podcast. It brings me back to the good old days in college and high school when we had all the time in the world to just hang out with our girlfriends and talk about boys and watch chick flicks and eat junk food. Uh-huh. I love you, Emily. Junk food is life. Pop-Tarts with butter. Well, I am so blessed to have so many great female friends in my life. Distance, jobs, relationships, and even new babies. Crazy, right? Aww. Can make it hard to get that quality girl time in. Do you have any advice for how to maintain strong bonds with your girlfriends as adulthood takes its toll? Thanks so much. I think I just read the wrong one. You have two Emilys, apparently. Yeah. But this is a fine... Let's let's focus on this one. This is good, right, too. I was like, there's nothing in here about drunk texting. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much, and I hope to hear from you soon. Much love, Emily. Um... I'm glad that you're not drunk texting. And, um, but she makes a good point because I do think, you know, when you're in, when you are in college, it's so easy to like keep up with your friend. I mean, I had like 50 really close friends and like 50? Yeah, in college. Really that's close all friends. I did. Yeah, I was in a sorority. Oh, your sisters. My sisters. <laughs> but I think it's a lot easier because like, I don't know, life just seems simpler in college and then when you like actually start living life, it becomes a lot harder to keep in touch and you know what I mean? Um, so right. I do think, especially when you have babies, like I don't even have a kid. I mean, you, you're a new mom. You can relate. 
<laughs> I, was, I was like, oh. Um, well, I'm antisocial in general, but I feel like I've always had like just a few very close good friends. Like I've never been one who just had like tons of good friends and I go hang out with everyone. I was more like, these are my specific like four or five people and that's who I hang out with. Um, but I, you know, I have Laura who I've known since my freshman year of high school mm-hmm. and I still talk to her on a regular basis. She's one of my very best friends and she lives in Louisiana. And so it's like, we don't see each other a lot, but that is a friendship that I've made a cautious effort to maintain. And I don't know. I think you have conscious. to f- Con- conscious effort conscious. or concerted Shoot. effort. That's, That's all right. <laughs> I'm tired. We'll blame that. <laughs> Didn't have my butter pop tart this morning. My brain's not functioning. Um, a conscious effort to keep that, to maintain that friendship and make sure that it's valued and stays what it is. And also, like, we've made time to make time to travel and mm-hmm. to see each other. And whether, if you have the baby, then maybe they're the ones who make the effort to come right. see you and or to go on the trip. So. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of not in that place yet where I'm making you have friends who like your friend in Texas who has the babies and you're like, we still like when we see each other, we catch right back up. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's such a such a uh, test of a real friendship, you know, because I do think as time goes on, you do lose friendships just out of life happens, you know, like, you know, work's busy, life gets busy. And um, I think when you have a really good friend that you value and you want in your life forever, like you'll make the time. And I think, yes, whoever, I think for me, I'm the one with a little bit more flexibility because I don't have kids. So whenever my friends text me and say, Hey, do you have time to talk? Like I'll pick up the phone and call them right then and there, you know, I'll just be running errands or whatever. So I think just being a little bit more flexible um, and not like, taking things too seriously i think like people um get in fights over really silly silly things that they don't need to when you get older you know i think just not sweating the small stuff is really important so i think making making sure you make the time being flexible and not sweating the small things i think a lot of listeners would like to know what sorority you were a part of i'll let her tell you kappa (laughs) alpha theta i love my kite in the sky i want to be a theta Oh, a Kappa Alpha Theta. Wow. Uh, yeah, shout out. <laughs> if we have any Theta listeners, I'll let you girl. Oh, wow. That was special. She actually <laughs> did the her rush cheer for me one night, and it was, like, I, that was one of the happier times I've ever seen you, like, just truly in your element. I thrived during recruitment week. I love nothing more than jumping up and down and singing and meeting new girls every day and like making them like love Theta. I loved it so much. I was in a sorority, but I didn't go through that part of it because I left after after my freshman year. So I, I went through Rush and Which then- sorority were you in? Sigma Kappa. What? I never knew this about you. Yeah, so unlike you, I- did not thrive in that setting. <laughs> the amount, the people, the 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 cheering did oh, nothing yeah. to interest me. I would actually be so upset that I'd have to go back early on Sunday from my parents' house to go to a meeting to sit in something chapter? that I was just oh. oh, I loved chapter. Were you like the president? Of I your was story? the vice president of education, so I was like the like mom. Like when I was a junior and senior, oh. I was like pledge mom. Yeah. yeah. There is no part of me. So the thing was, I could either um, write a letter to drop when I left, or I could just go alum, and I didn't have to write a letter or anything. So I was like, shoot, I'll go alum. So I still have sisters write me. One heart, one way. Love in the dove. (laughs) Love in the dove. I'm doing my my signal right now. Um, So, yeah. so good. So, yeah, sorority. But, yeah, I think to wrap that up, just – Make the effort. If it's important to you and them, you yeah. will make the effort. And, yeah, the ones who maybe have a little more flexibility need to be the ones that step maybe up. step up a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, Like Tanya has to step up because I have a new baby. That's true. So what, is she, what do I do? Babysit. What does she do? She texts me incessantly. <laughs> <laughs> and she babysits, which I'm very grateful for. Um, okay, so moving on. You have the drunk texting one yet? Yeah, so this okay. is also from Emily. I don't think it's the same Emily. Okay. Um, hey, Becca and Tanya, I have listened to every single one of your podcasts, and I absolutely love them. Thank you. I even go back and listen to them again when I feel like a certain one relates to me personally. Aww, one thing that I thought. Sweet. I know I like that. One thing that I thought might be interesting to touch on is that I feel like a lot of people can relate to this is drunk texting. 
Do y'all have a certain oh. someone that you drunk text on the weekends? And do you think they mind that you drunk text them? I feel like you could look at it one of two ways, which are one, you feel like a booty call and you're annoyed. Or two, you think of it as a compliment that someone is in an altered state of mind and you're still the person they're thinking of. This concept in general has always interested me as a female in her 20s that has been on both ends of the spectrum. I would love to know your thoughts. Thanks in advance and love you both and your podcast so much. You guys are truly idols of mine and I'm sure to many others. Love Aww. always, Emily. Emily. Emily, you're so nice. So nice. Do you drunk text a lot? <laughs> you good? <laughs> Do you drunk text a lot? You know what? Now, no. But in my heyday, that is like all I did. And I would have severe anxiety in the morning when I would wake up and read what I would write to people. Really? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess in my... I, are you thinking of what I'm thinking of? No, is there a specific one you're oh, talking about? Oh, yeah. There was one bad one. Well, tell us about it. Um, There was a guy that I was, like, hooking up with, um, and I was with coworkers, and we were all drinking heavily. Oh, yeah. And they were kind of pushing me. They were like, because he was not, he doesn't live in, in town. He doesn't live uh -huh. here. So he was only in town for like the next day or whatever. And so they were all like pushing me to just like go to his hotel. Oh. And I sent a text. It was so bad. And he never responded. Oh. I mean, I this is more than dropping a handkerchief. Yeah, this is like dropping. The whole Kleenex box. This is oh, like wow. You like put your, you like offered yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty basically. In graphic terms. <laughs> oh my God. Who convinced you to do this? My coworkers, my drunken coworkers. It was awful. So I can relate to Emily because the feeling that you have the next morning is so bad. It's so bad. The anxiety. Like I, I'm surprised I didn't have to be medicated for these things. And I, I actually feel bad <laughs> for people because I think that like I think there's a term for this. After you drink really heavily, the next morning you think back on what you did. And you get so anxious about it. I feel like that's like there's some, some isn't there it's a called, word? It's called a uh, regret. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had that? Have you ever done that? I'm trying. Like I don't know. I I'm even when I drink, if I'm like pretty pretty drunk, and I, if I send a text, I kind of remember it. I think so. I've never. I'm trying to think if there's ever been. I've had phone calls that have been brought up that I don't. That I was like no recollection you've never had to go back in the morning and like just delete the conversation because you <laughs> literally can't look at it no i'm a pretty i know that we talk about me being like on the bathroom floor and stuff but i'm like a pretty responsible you know i'm not like i'm not that crazy that i i like black out to that extent yeah i did like the other night actually the other night i was out and i texted robert and i just texted him i don't know why i don't know if i meant to oh, start yeah, a I remember sentence this. You told me this. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. Well, it's not anything like a big deal. <laughs> really? We'll talk about this later. Yeah. Don't freak out. Uh, I just like wrote him the name of the bar I was at, but I didn't say anything else. And so he was like, were you inviting me there? Were you just excited to tell me you were there? And oh. I was like, all of the above. That's not bad. That's actually not bad. Drunk no, that's what I'm saying. All. That's what I'm saying. I, and I was going to say, in in this case, it was almost as if it was like the number two. Like it was a compliment that someone in, is in a different state of mind and they were thinking of you. Right. I think for me, like, and that's maybe why I don't drink so much anymore. Because when I get drunk, like, Tatiana comes out. Whoa. You the alter I mean? ego. She's no longer <laughs> Tanya. She is Tatiana. Yeah. So I think that it's for the best. What but was I'm this guy's response when you sent him the graphic uh, text saying you were interested in that? Uh, no response. I see. So never talk to him again? Not never, but he never responded, and then, like, weeks went by, and then I can't remember. We started talking again. He started, I don't know, he texted me out of the blue about something else, and I was like, but completely are we just going to, yeah, oh. I was like, are we just going to completely ignore the text above? I had already deleted it, so it was deleted <laughs> from my memory, but I clearly, like, it's still in his phone, probably. That is so mortifying. It's, like, oh. <laughs> Sorry, we just had to bring it up again. Yeah, it was painful. I don't know. I mean, of course you like will get texts if you meet those like kind of slimy guys and they like text you like late at night. But it used to like, bother me too when like guys would text me late at night. Like um, I had one guy, I think I was like 22 and he would only text me after midnight and it bothered me so much because I was like, why does he not want to 
hang out with me but i get a <laughs> drunk text every weekend you know exactly why i know That's not it's even annoying a real question so you're more number one than number two of the options that emily gave us yeah like I you're don't... more annoyed you're not flattered by the drunk text i'm not flattered by a drunk text no not anymore but what if it's like someone that you like know is good and they're not trying to get a booty call they're just like they're what, drunk. Just randomly up at I one think they are no, like they're a booty just drunk. Call. They might be a decent person, but it's still a booty call. No, but I'm saying, like, what if they're just drunk and they're just like wanting to say, like, hey, like they were thinking that they were, it was like late at night and they were thinking of you. If it's 11 o'clock on a Saturday night, that's a booty call. There's no way around yeah. it. They can say whatever they want to say, but that's what it is. They can disguise it. And what there's if also they the just other said concept. the name of the bar? I like that actually. It's kind of like a scavenger hunt. It's fun. Yeah. But also, <laughs> like there's the pre booty call. What's uh, text that? that Tanya and I have, I believe, talked about. Yes. I know Erica and I have talked about it. The yes. pre-booty call. What's that? When they, like, set it up. Like, at noon out of the blue on a Saturday, you make a, hey, what are you going to be doing later? Yeah. That sort of thing. Oh, it's like a, it's I've priming the that pump. that, too. That's a pre-booty That's call? That's a pre-booty call. Yeah. Shoot. I need to be more aware. Yeah. Didn't even know that was a thing. It's a thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. All I right. would say that you should never be flattered by the booty call because you are one of probably 10 texts that he's sending out mm-hmm. trying to find a willing no, participant. Not, it's not flattered by the booty call. It's flattered by the drunk text. Mine was not a booty call. When right, I right. texted, I was not saying, like, let's hook up. That's true. Well, that's true. I, I think. think it's different when women <laughs> send a late night text than when guys send a late night text. Okay, that's fair. I don't know if y'all know this, but the first day of winter is this Thursday, which Thursday? is just in time for the winter box from Fat Fit Fun. Wow, that's just around the Bob Horner. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I actually have no idea what that means. That's a, a phrase that Seacrest uses because he grew up in Atlanta where there was a famous baseball player in the 80s named Bob Horner. Oh. So there's no reason for you to know oh. what that means. <laughs> or say it. Or say it. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> she was so proud too. I was like so she proud. started like grinning. Yeah, like I knew what was up. Um, so FabFitFun is a subscription box, which we all have heard of. It has full-size fashion, beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. Mm-hmm. Um, all products are full size. There's no sample sizes in these boxes. And you pay $49.99 each season, but each box has a value of over two hundred dollars guaranteed. The winter box, though, is valued at over $300. Wow. Um, some of our favorite products we talk about all the time, the Kate Somerville uh, Exfolicate Extensive Exfoliating Treatment. You wow. do it in the shower. Mm-hmm. It's um, like a mini facial, basically. Um, really good for your skin right now. They have the BB Dakota Poncho, which is cozy, cozy, cozy. Yes, I do enjoy that. My heat on my apartment won't turn on, so I wear these things around my home, not <laughs> just outside. Perfect. It's like 70 degrees in L.A., and it's just frigid in my apartment. Um, They have the Eight Other Reason, Nine Lives Choker. They have the Aloe Infused Socks from Point Studio. Mm, Um, Tanya's favorite, favorite, the Ahava Mineral Hand Cream, which was also Brooke Burke's favorite. It's a game changer for my hands. (laughs) And then they have the uh, Aisha Curry Mug that's really cute and cozy. And they have so many more things. And all of this is just... That mug, though, is like the perfect amount of everything I need. Just like coffee, you mean? yeah. Oh. Like every every time I make <laughs> something, you know, like coffee and tea, like it's like the perfect amount. Like it's Good. you know, like there's some she mugs just, that are too small. She probably said, while well, she was creating it, she's like, "What are Tanya's needs in needs. the morning?" Yeah, yeah, true. Um, so all of these things that we just listed for only forty nine ninety nine, and for you, it's even less. Go to fabfitfun.com. Use promo code Becca to get ten dollars off the winter box. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and don't forget the promo code Becca. Becca. Before we go, let's do uh, go. one oh. advice uh, email. I thought we were gonna do a quiz. We oh, have two have, things. I don't have a quiz for you. I, oh, I will get a quiz for you. Yeah, for yeah. next week. Oh. but what no, is, we're we did Gray's already. We're doing is it next it? week. Oh yeah, for the new year. There's a ton of Gray's quizzes. Do you want a different Gray's quiz yeah. or should we do a different topic? No, What's the topic? Different Grace quiz. Okay. I need to redeem myself on Grace. All right, new Grace quiz. First show in 2018. I promise. Oh. Well, you can't just whip it up right now. I know. There's like on BuzzFeed and stuff. Yeah, but those don't really translate well to radio in the moment. <laughs> oh, okay. You need to put okay. some legwork yeah, yeah. All right, okay, got it. All right, let's talk about Taylor. Can you find the Taylor email? Because she's interesting. Okay. Taylor, Taylor. <clears throat> also, Taylor since Swift. this is our last show of 2017, <laughs> you know I get sentimental. <laughs> Just want to say that I love you. Oh, I love you. I love you all. And I've had a blast <laughs> scrubbing in with you each week. 
That's Taylor right there. You just skipped it. And I can't wait <laughs> to ring in the new year. Beck and I are going to vision board together. We are. On Not New, new No, oh. I'm no. going to be in Florida, but we're, we're going to vision do board. the first week of January. Tanya has a New Year's Eve tradition where she creates a vision board with close friends on New Year's Eve. And who yes. are the, because Haley can't ha- can't join you. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm literally flying solo this oh, year. But still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to do it with Becca. I won't do it the my traditional New Year's Eve, but I'll do it the first week of January. So where will you be on New Year's Eve? Coming back from my trip with my family. Oh, nice. Yeah. I know. So I'm either going to be sleeping or just meeting, going to a friend's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never made a vision board. Oh, great. This will be great for me. Yeah. So I, I gave her homework. I said, I need you to think of some words. Yeah. Some words for next year that you want to be mindful mm-hmm. of, some goals. Will there be vegetables on Becca's vision board? I think that 2018 is going to be a new year for me. I'm going to make it like, I'm going to go on dates. I'm going to try and eat better. I'm going to exercise. I want to have like goals. Yeah. You know, it's not about having the best. It's about being your best. <laughs> Yep. That's going on my vision board. <laughs> that's the first quote that's going on there. Okay, do you uh, want to read Taylor's email? Yep. So from Taylor, hi, Becca and Tanya. Hoping you can help me out. I broke up with my ex of only a few months, about three months ago, because he moved four hours away, became obsessed with his job, and I felt like he made rude comments to me a lot. Aside from really caring about him, I felt more alone being with him, and I knew I couldn't do it anymore. We have been trying to work things out, but I just can't picture my life where he lives, and I'm not sure... I can completely trust him out there as he has a history of cheating. Mm. I recently rekindled with an old high school flame. He lives twice as far as my ex, but I know how much of a loyal person he is, and I know he would make a great boyfriend. Long distance wouldn't matter in this case. He is very sweet to me, and I know he is a genuine person. I'm just not sure if the connection is fully there, but with my ex, I have a great connection, and when we see each other every few weeks, I just love being with him. Listening to your podcast last week, you talk about what you need in a guy versus what you want. This is where I'm torn. My ex and I have a great connection, but it can't seem to figure it out. And this other boy is beyond wonderful to me, but not sure if we connect as well as I would have liked. In mm. conclusion, both are getting me Christmas gifts, and now I feel awful. I feel like this is a Bachelorette finale. Help me. I'm 24, by the way. Hmm. I know my answer. Move on from both of them? Hold out for someone who has the <laughs> connection and is great to you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, trying to force yourself to be with someone, just because you have a great chemistry does not mean. What? No. Chemistry doesn't last? I don't think so. I think like when you have just like, I feel like it's just that like lust feeling she has with the first guy. I don't think that's chemistry. I think that's lust. Oh. I think chemistry, I'm just saying, I think chemistry doesn't equal like the one. Like you can have chemistry with tons of different people. But if someone is terrible to you, just because you have chemistry with them does not cancel out the fact that they're terrible to you right and then the guy who's great i mean maybe i would say maybe focus on that and see if there's more to it right maybe there's a slow burn with that one maybe there's a slow burn Mm -hmm. but the guy who's known for cheating and is obsessed with his job and doesn't treat you well i think that's a very clear yeah no i don't love that i don't love that one at all but i think that um a big problem with um how we're kind of our our brains are set nowadays is that the end all be all is marriage. And yes, I want to be married. I, that's like something that I I do want in my life. However, I do see a lot of people that just get married because they want to be married and they're like, Oh, this guy checks off all the boxes and he's okay. And then they end up getting divorced. And I'm like, why are you doing that to Mm -hmm. yourself? Why not hold out for somebody that you have really great chemistry with, that is an amazing man, that will treat you right, and that you'll spend the rest of your life with. If it takes you longer to find that person, then that's okay. Right. I and feel like we're all under a lot of pressure mm-hmm. and to like, oh, you know, she's never going to get married. She has too high of standards or whatever. I think we're under this like this pressure, and I think that it's not necessarily beneficial to any any of us. Yeah, and I mean – Taylor, you're 24, and I know it feels like maybe you've been dealing with this for a long time, but, like, you still have a lot going on. Like, you're mm-hmm. probably just, you what, just got out of college, maybe, or trying to figure out what you want to do career-wise, and there's no rush to be with someone, especially if they're not wonderful in right. every capacity and make you feel great about yourself while being excited to be with them. I always think that your significant other should add to your life. 
not take right. away from like your you life. should be a hundred percent without the person and then when you meet them you're 200 percent exactly together. exactly and i understand there's compromise and like you know what i mean like relationships take work and you're not you know it's not never as picture perfect right. as everybody you know wants you to believe but i do think that you should be 100% good on your own and then the person should add and I feel like neither of these two guys are really adding right to you yeah it doesn't seem I the thing is I agree with you in the sense that there's this pressure to feel like you have to be to have to be in a relationship or even me like sometimes I feel pressure like I should I should be actively searching it right. I'm like I'm happy right now like right. I I'm fine not going on dates like if I wanted to go on dates I'd be on apps or like right. putting myself right. out like, there totally could that's the thing like if yeah. you wanted to be dating you could 1000% be dating right now. Right. And I think sometimes I get caught up in the pressure of, you know, people asking like, are you dating? What's going on? And I'm like, wait, should I be? And then uh -huh. I'm like, I don't have to be because I'm happy right now. And if that's the pressure you feel that you're willing to settle for someone who doesn't treat you right or someone that you don't feel excited about, then maybe that's the thing you need to focus on. Yeah. Why, why? What are you trying to fill? Or why? why are you settling for these two guys who aren't? everything you're looking for mm -hmm. and i do think like at 24 i thought i was gonna be married at 24 100 percent. yeah i thought look where that ended <laughs> bad i thought i was gonna. well i always was like i'm gonna be married with two kids by 25 mm. oh yeah yeah like when i went th i i was 25 when i went through my big I call, it, I call it like my big breakup <laughs> but it's true it was my big breakup i felt like my world was over because i had to like start over i was like <gasps> I have to start over and put in the years and I have to do the cert. Like I literally, it felt like my, like my world had exploded when in re all reality, like my world was just beginning. I know. But everything, you know, you look back on things right. and it's uh, what's the word? Hindsight's Hindsight. 30, 30 or 2020. Wow. 30, 30. <laughs> That's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> the quotes that are coming from Tanya today. What was it just around the bin? Bob Horner. The Bob Horner. <laughs> literally so irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> okay question. so i have a question for both of you because i think a lot of listeners to this podcast christmas eve christmas morning they'd like to know where you guys are going to be oh if they think to themselves oh it's christmas eve i wonder what tanya's doing right now where are you on christmas eve this is uh, ridiculous yeah mine's not like i'm not doing a traditional christmas this year my parents and i are going to tahiti so we are going to be in sunny, nice, warm weather. I'll be in a bikini and I'll be um, with my parents. We kind of do this every other year because I have um, niece and nephew. And when we don't ha like they do spend one Christmas with us and then one Christmas with oh, yeah, uh, my brother-in-law. Yeah. So when we don't have them for Christmas, it's just us adults. And so we're like, let's make a vacation out of it. So that's what I'll be doing. And I haven't been on vacation in two years. So Grandma's excited. I asked. I asked Grandma Tanya. I was like, at what point? How many? You're gonna be gone for ten days. Is that right? Yeah. I was like, what day do you start getting bored? She said, day two. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> or day three. Yeah. I like. I have. I feel like every single day I have a hundred things going on, and sometimes even like even on the weekends I have a hundred things mm -hmm. going on. I've never had like ten days where I have literally no plans. Like my dad's like, maybe we go kayaking or. What's the paddle boarding? Yeah. Like, okay. It's how long? That'll so take me two hours. And then what do we do? Like, you know, you should get a Kindle, download tons of books. Yeah. I was actually thinking of reading Tim Tebow's book. Oh, wow. That yeah. really bad investing idea. yourself in that one. Huh? Is that a bad idea? And then I brought some other books that I'm going to read, but that's you, what I'll be doing. You can call it research. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, I will be the opposite. I'm going to be in Georgia Staying in a cabin in on a lake in a lake house at Lake Burton, I believe is what it's called, with my whole family, all twelve of us, and four dogs. And I'm wow. actually really looking forward to it. And then after we leave after Christmas, we go to my family's in Florida and we spend New Year's Eve there. I love that. I know. It's really, my dad really wanted you to come to New Year's Eve. My I dad know. loves Tanya. I love her dad. The, the love is mutual, very mutual. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be. I very feel like fun. he doesn't get enough love in that family, you know. What? <laughs> wow. I hope he didn't listen to this because he is going to harp on that and like really play that up. Because <laughs> you guys always give him a hard time about everything. What about what? I can't remember what it was. There's something about the airport. There's some airport story. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not even going into that. <laughs> and I was on his side. 
of course. Yeah. Um, anything opposite of me is Tanya's side. So I I agree with Tanya. We have had so much fun doing this, and I'm sad this is our last one of 2017. But I'm really excited about 2018. Everyone, Mark, Easton, Amy, everyone who does this, y'all have made it just so much fun. It's something I look forward to every week. And, like, our listeners are so awesome. Thank Yeah. Like, did you read the the tweet that we got this morning from the girl that was, like, Tim Tebow speaking at her alma mater? Yeah, and yeah. And she's like, book a flight? Like, yeah. I- I was like, I don't even know you, and I love you. I know. I love you. It's a very special thing we have, and I really appreciate everyone being invested in listening and emailing us and trusting us with your issues and wanting our advice on it. It means a lot. But you know what they say? What? Those who can't do are good teachers. That's... Not really. It's kind of the quote, but a little bit off. But yeah, just around the Bob Horner. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Um, Keep the emails coming. It's scrubbing in at iHeartMedia.com. Have a great Christmas. Have a happy new year. We'll talk to you in 2018. You know what I would like to do for our first episode of 20? (laughs) I I don't want it to end. I'm like, I don't want it to be done. Are we done? Um, For our first episode of 2018. We should like really like actually well we'll have our vision boards. Uh-huh. We should like do some visioning and like really like ask people to email us like what thing like like their goals and what yeah. they want to accomplish. I, I don't like, like calling them resolutions because I feel like it's like bigger than that. I also think there's a sense of if you if you break it or if you fail right. there's a sense of failure that comes along with it and I don't think that's I don't think that's fair to us yeah. to ourselves. Like I I the new year is my favorite time of year because I feel like it's chapter one of 12, you know, like you're starting brand new. And like, I, you know what I mean? Like you should, yeah. like, I just, I really like, I love a new year. So. And Tanya's chosen to stop swearing. Yes. She's not calling oh, it a resolution, that's but that's a what good she's one. doing. Yeah. I might do that too. Cause I didn't grow up swearing. Like I wasn't even allowed to say, but, and I catch myself saying things sometimes. All I'm the like, time. my mom would be so disappointed if she heard that come out I of my mouth. I say these things in front of my mother and I, I don't <laughs> even realize I'm doing it. And she's like, Tanya, and I, I don't even realize it. And so I'm really trying to stop. <laughs> one time you were talking about church or something and you were like, you oh, yeah. like use the F word as you were talking about something in church. Yeah. And my, it was like my pastor said something so good. And I was like, oh, it was so good. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, seriously? But yeah, I like that one. But yeah, email us what your goals are, what you, what you're going to do this year. That's different. Yeah. And and we can like all hold each other accountable. Totally. For Tanya, it's no swearing. For Becca, she's swearing off soda, which I think is fantastic. Good for you. Mark, don't speak for me. I'm going to try to do better. I'm going to limit my buttered pop tarts once a, once a week. Week. (laughs) And, and Easton's going to have just like whole milk instead of heavy whipping cream in his frappuccinos. There's, there's that's up for discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that. All right. Thank y'all so much for scrubbing in. Oh, it's so sad. I, know. I don't want it to be over. Time of death. Oh. <laughs> I don't have the time. It's right there. Oh, 11.13 p.m. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> By 2017. <laughs> what a great ending.